Shalom to all. Today's daf is based on Lamed Beis. We are starting with a brand new Mishnah about a third of the way down the daf. And today's daf is sponsored the Eli Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Meisha, Her Neshama should have an aliyah, and Eli Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yantav Ben Rabbi Asher Anshol, his Neshama should have an aliyah. And the Mishnah says, "Ain Peichsan Saner Rabbi Neishu Eisakli." You're not allowed to hollow out a lamp because it's making it into a kli. This is referring to the classic oil lamp. Usually, the picture books draw them looking like half an avocado sliced lengthwise that had the pit removed, and that depression or hollow is where the oil goes. On Yantav, one is not allowed to take a lump of clay and form this hollow because it's considered to be making a kli. Vein aisim pcham beyantif and you're not allowed to make charcoal on yantif. That's because goldsmiths use it. Vein chayt chenes apsila and you're not allowed to cut a wick into two. Rabbi Yehuda Imer, he says chayt chabar, you are allowed to cut it with fire. Now the Gemara asks, Ma'antana de b'chisas ner who who's the tana that holds that making this hollow, this depression in a ner in this lamp is considered like making it into a kli, even though it hasn't been fired up in a kiln, it hasn't been hardened yet. It's still considered a kli. Am Rabbi Yisvi says, Rabbi Meir, he's Rabbi Meir. Titan you have a brisa. Kli cheres me'emas ha'mekabotoma. When is it that a kli cheres? Piece of earthenware is going to be makabel toma because it's considered a kli mishenigmar malachtai from when its malach is finished. That means from when already it has this depression, it already is considered a kli kibul. It can hold something. Then it's already considered a kli, even though it hasn't been fired up or hardened in an oven. Diver Abmeir, that's Abmeir's opinion. Rabbi Shuaimer, he says mishiyotzarfu bekivshan. It has to be hardened in the oven in order to be able to consider it a kli in order to be makabel toma. Now Amrle Abayabai asked him, Mimai, who says we can use Abmeir as a raya? Dilma adkalikam Abmeir hasam. Maybe the only reason why Abmeir says over there is considered a kli makabel toma. That's because you could put something in it, even though you can't hold liquids in it before it's become hardened, but you are able to put solids in it. But over here, what are you going to use this lump of clay that has this little depression inside for? You can't use it for a lamp, and it's too small to hold anything. So Gemara says, no, it's not true. You could actually place little coins in it. You could put your spare change in it. Therefore, it could be used for something, and it would be considered a clay, and therefore, you would not be allowed to do so on Yontif. Now, Ikadamri, some say, Amrav Yesef, he said, it's actually Rebbe Tzadik. Then now we have a Mishnah. Ilfasen charaniyas, charaniyas type of plates. Now, what are these plates? As opposed to city folk that are particular to eat off of real plates, the simple villagers suffice with using a plate in its early stages of development while it's still a flat piece of earthenware without the depression formed yet. It's really just a piece of flat earthenware. So these ilfasen charaniyas, tahiris ba'ayla mace, they're not going to become tame if they're in a'ayla mace. If there's a corpse in the same tent or the same house as them, they're not going to become tame. But utameis masa azov, they will become tame if they're carried by azov. Rebelez Reb Tzadik he says, aftaris masa Azov, they're also tahar even being carried by Azov, because there's no Gemar Malacha, no depression, no plate was formed yet out of them. But we see from here that if there was Gemar Malacha, meaning if there was some sort of depression, there's some sort of hollow, they could hold something, even though they haven't been hardened in a kiln, it hasn't been hardened in the oven yet, it's still considered like a kli. So we see that our mission is Rebbe Lezer Now, Amr Abai Abai told Rebbe Yosef, maybe the only reason why Rebbe Lezer over there says that it's considered a kli and it could be Makabal Toma, that's because you could put something on it, even though it hasn't been hardened in the oven. You could put a piece of meat on it. But over here, when you took this lump of clay and you made a little bit of a hollow in it, but you haven't hardened it in the oven yet, what can you use it for? So we say, again, you could put these little coins in it, you could put your spare change in it, therefore it could be used for something, and it would be considered a kli, and therefore you would not be allowed to do so on Yantif. And Tan Rabban, we have a brisa. You're not allowed to make this hollow in the nair, and you're not allowed to make these plates on Yantif. He allows you to make these and Charanias. Now the Gemara just asks my Charanias, what exactly are Charanias? What does that mean? Amrav Yehudi says, Eronias. The Gemara says, okay, my Eronias, what's that? Amrabai he says, Tsai Chakliyasa, plates used by the villagers. And we had said in the Mishnah of Ainois and Pachamim, you're not allowed to make charcoal on Yantif. The Gemara asks Pshita, isn't that obvious? Lemai Chazi, what can you use them for? They can be only used by a goldsmith, and so this is considered like making a Kli, and you're not allowed to make that on Yantif. So the Gemara says, no, Tan Rebchiel, this is talking about giving them to the bathhouse attendants on that day, giving them to the bathhouse. 
bathhouse attendants on Yontif to heat up the water. And the chiddush is that you're not allowed to make them to give to the bathhouse attendant. The Gemara asks, Ubebayim is it permitted to heat up water on Yontif? In Masechah Shabbos, we learned of Xerah, the Chamim Asr bathing on Yontif, even if the water was heated prior to Yontif. And for sure, you're not allowed to heat the water on Yontif. So what's the chiddush? So the Gemara says, No, Kedah Amar It's like Rava had answered a different question by saying, Lahazia, to Shvitz, or to go into the sauna, the Kedim Xerah, and it was before the Xerah. Hachanami, so to over here, the chiddush is that you're not allowed to make these coals to give to the bathhouse attendants, Lahazia, in order to create this Shvitz or this sauna so that everyone could sweat, the Kedim Xerah, and it was before this Xerah that it's Asr to bathe on Yontif, and that this would be Asr on Yontif, and that's the Chiddush, you're not allowed to make these coals for this purpose. And we had said in the Mishnah, you're not allowed to cut a wicket into two, but Rabbi Yehuda said, you're allowed to cut it by using fire. So now the Gemara asks, why is it that you're not allowed to use a knife, because now you're making a Kli, you're making two separate wicks, but we're Nami, also if you use fire to split this long wick into two, so you're making two separate Kalim, two separate wicks, why should it be permitted to use fire to make two separate wicks? So the Gemara answers, you're using fire to cut it because each end is in a different lamp. You put one end of this long wick in one lamp, one end of the long wick in another lamp, and then you light it right in the middle, and then while you're lighting it, so now you're just actually lighting it into two lamps, and that's permitted because it doesn't look like you're making two kalim, two wicks. And Abba Nasan Bar Abba Amaravi says, if you're allowed to trim the wick on Yantif. Now, my Meichten, what does that mean? You're allowed to remove the black. This is referring to the top black part of the wick. Sometimes it can prevent the fire from burning properly, and that's allowed to be trimmed off on Yantif. And Tony Bar Kapara, he taught, there were six things that were said about a wick on Yantif. Three things that are Chumra, and three things that are Kula. Lahachmir, what are the three things that are the Chumra? And Gaidlan Yisrael Chachil B'Yantif, you're not allowed to twist it on Yantif, that's because you're making a wick. And you're not allowed to singe it in fire. And you're not allowed to cut it into two. All this is because you're making a new Kali. But Lahakel, what are the three things that are Kula? Memacha B'Yad, you're allowed to press it or condense it by hand if you had already made it before Yantif and it got a little bit too fluffed up to use. So you're allowed to press it and condense it with your hand on Yantif. Vishar B'Shemen, you're allowed to soak it in oil to make it easier to light. And V'chaytcha B'Ur, you're allowed to cut it with fire. If each end is in a different lamp. So when you're cutting it, now it's just burning in two separate lamps and that's not a problem. And another member from Rav Nassim Rav Amar Rav Nassim Rav Amar Rav Atirei Bavel, the rich people of Bavel, Yerde Gehenim, they're going to go to Gehenim, that's because they have money and they don't do chasid with it, they don't give charity with it. Kihadish Abzai Bamarinus, this person, Ikla Bavel, he went to Bavel, he wanted to do business with them, they didn't give it to him. He wanted to take merchandise from them, sell it, and take half the profits, and they didn't allow him to do that. He wanted to get food from them, and they didn't even give him food. Amr, he said, These people, they come from the era of Rav, who were the era of Rav. These were people that tried to be Gerim, and they came along with Klai Yisrael, they left Mitzrayim with them, they were the era of Rav. They weren't necessarily the best people. And how do we know that these rich people of Buffalo are from the era of Rav? The it says in the Pasuk, and he will give you the Midah of Rachmanus, of mercy, and show you mercy. Call him Racham anyone that shows mercy, compassion to creatures, then we know that he is from the offspring of Avram Ravinu. Anyone that doesn't show mercy or compassion to people, so then it's known he's not from Avram Ravinu. Anyone that's looking towards the table of others, that means he relies on other people for food. The world is dark for him. Shinabrat says in the Pasuk, he wanders for bread. He says, where is it? Yada, he knows. That the day of darkness is ready at hand. Rav Chizdamar, he says, his life isn't even a life. And Tanarban, we have a Braiso. There's three that their life isn't really a life. These are them. A person that relies on his friend for food. And a person whose wife controls him. And a person who has pain completely taking over his body. Some say, 
someone who only has one garment, that's because he can't take it off and wash it, and it's going to be full of lice, and those lice are going to bite him, and it's going to be very bothersome. But Tanakama, the reason why he doesn't mention this last thing that we said, a person who only has one garment, after the mind be money, that's because he could look at his garment, see if there's lice, and then he could take the lice off. And now this mission begins discussing a case that when salted fish was roasted, it would burn if there wasn't something separating between it and the grill. So they would take a shard of pottery, some paper or some straw, soak it in water, and place it under the fish. And the Mishnah says, Ain't shaven as a cheres, you're not allowed to break a piece of pottery. Ve'ain haniyar, you're not allowed to cut a piece of paper, litzlois by muliach, in order to roast this fish. Ve'ain garfin tan of a kirayim, you're also not allowed to shovel out a tanner or a kirayim, two different types of ovens. This is a case that some of the inner plaster coating came off, and it's not allowed to be shoveled out because it's metakin mana. Avomachabshin, but you are allowed to press down whatever's in the oven to prevent it from burning your food. Ve'ain mekifin shtei chavias lishvay salem asagdero, you're not allowed to set up two barrels next to each other in order to put the pot on top of them. You're going to have two barrels next to each other, the fires in between them, and the pots on top. You're not allowed to do that. The Ainsoim Chesagder because you're not allowed to support a pot with a piece of wood. That's because Mukta and Mechain Bedelos, the same thing with the door. The Ain Manhigan Sabahim Makab Yantif. You're also not allowed to lead an animal with a stick on Yantif. Rebelaz Rabshim and Matir, he does allow that. Now the Gemara asks, My Taimo, why is it that you're not allowed to break a piece of pottery or cut some paper in order to roast your salted fish to come attack in money? That's because you're making a money. You're making a clear when you're doing that. And the Ain Garfin Tanavikurayim, you're not allowed to shovel out your Tanavikurayim. And Tanir of Chirbar Yosef, Kamid of Nachman, he taught the Imi Efshir Lefais, Elim Kain Garfai, if you're not able to bake anything in your oven unless you actually shovel it out, mutter, so then you're allowed to do so. And the Bitsud Ravchia, Nafala Richa Batanura Biyamatava, the wife of Ravchia, a half a brick fell in her oven on Yantif, and Amrla Ravchia Ravchia told her, Chazi, you should know that no Riftim Al Yasabina, I want good bread. And that was his way of telling her that she's allowed to take that brick out on Yantif, she's allowed to shovel out the oven. And Amalai Ravala Shame, Rava told his attendant, Tavili Bar Avza, roast the goose for me, Vizdar Mecharecha, and make sure it doesn't get burned. They would have these tall ovens, and they would place the food in from the top and then seal the top, wait till it gets cooked. And he was telling him, make sure that there's nothing in the bottom of the oven that's going to touch the goose while it's roasting and burn it. Again, you're allowed to shovel it out to make sure that the food doesn't get ruined. And Amr Ravino Ravashi, Ravino told Ravashi, Amr Lon Rav Acha Mehutzal, Rav Acha from Hutzal told us, Demar, that for you, Mar, Rav Ashi, Sharkin Le Tanura Biyamatava, they sealed up an oven on Yantif. Now they would place a clay like putty of sorts, sealing up the mouth of the oven while the meat was roasted. This should be usher because making the putty involves lush, kneading, which is not allowed to be done for this purpose on Yantif. So why is it they would do that for you on Yantif? It should be usher. So Amrlei Ravashi told him, Hanana, Riksa de Prasamchin, and we actually rely on the bank of the Euphrates River. The mud over there was very putty or clay like, and you were able to use it to seal up the oven, so therefore no lush needed to be done on Yantif. And Vhanimili, who did Sarami Asmal, that's only if he marked off where he wanted to take from the day before, before Yantif, so then you're allowed to take it on Yantif. And Amravina, he says, the Kitmashari, you are allowed to use ashes, meaning you're allowed to take ashes and mix them with water because that doesn't really constitute lush. The consistency is never really going to be like a putty or like a dough, and therefore that's permitted to be done on Yantif. And we had said, you're not allowed to put these two barrels next to each other in order to place the pot on top of them. And Amr of Nachman, he tells us, the stones that are used in the bathroom, you are allowed to place them next to each other. Now in the area of the field designated for relieving oneself, they would sit on two stones, spaced a bit apart from each other, and this setup is permitted to make on Yantif. Now, Esvei Rav of Nachman, Rav asked Rav Nachman from our Mishnah, you're not allowed to take two barrels in order to place the pot on top of them, and so you shouldn't be allowed to do so in the base Hakisa either. So Amrlay, he said, Shani Hasim, that case is different, because you're making an oil. It's like you're making a tent, it's like you're making a structure. You have these two barrels, and then when you place the pot on top of them, so that's like a structure, and that's why you're not allowed to do so. However, when you take two stones, you place them next to each other, and you sit on them, so you're not considered to be making an oil because a person can't be an oil. Now, Amrlay, Rabbi Zuta, Ravashi, so Rabbi Zuta asked Ravashi, El Meata, if that's so, so Bana Istva Biyantiv Deloy Avid Oila, Hachinam Dishari, does that mean you're allowed to build a chair on Yantif? You're not making
taking an oil, would that be permitted? Now, this type of chair actually means taking bricks and cementing them so that you could sit on top of these bricks. There's no oil. There's no space underneath the place where you're sitting. So therefore, there shouldn't be a problem to do that on Yantif. And we know, obviously, that you're not allowed to do that on Yantif. So this explanation is not sufficient. So Amalai, he answered, no. Hasan binyan keva asra taira. Over there, by making a chair, the taira asr making a permanent building, meaning you're building something that's permanent, that's asr. Binyan aray loy asra taira. Something which is temporary, the taira didn't asr. But v'gazriya banan al binyan aray mishum binyan keva. The chachamim, they were geyser that you're not even making binyan aray, a temporary building, because you might end up making something that's permanent. And that's why you're not allowed to take the two barrels, place them next to each other, and then put a pot on top, because that's binyan aray, and that's asr derabanan. But v'hach over here in the base hakise, you want to take the two stones and put them next to each other so one could relieve themselves. Mishum kvayde, because of a person's covet, he needs to relieve himself. We're not geyser in that case. And on Rav Yehuda, he says, this bonfire, now this is not the classic teepee bonfire, which all the wood is just piled on top of each other. This is actually a bonfire that was made into a structure. It had four walls and then wood on top of those four walls. So making that on Yontif could present a problem. You're only allowed to build it from top down. You're not allowed to build it from bottom up. Building it from bottom up, it means you're making these four walls of wood and then putting wood on top of them. That's us, or that's a normal way of doing it. However, doing it from top down is not a problem. How do you do so? You have a couple people holding the upper wood. They just kind of hold it suspended in the air. And then other people come and they take the walls of wood and they place them underneath. Since this is a shinui, this is a not normal way of doing it, that's allowed to be done on Yantif. Lamed Gimel Lamed Alpha on top. V'chen Biasa, the same thing when you want to roast an egg. If you have a very large egg and it actually could constitute an oil if it's placed on top of something, so don't take the grate of the grill and place it on the fire and then take the egg and put it on top. Rather, take your egg, put it in the air, put your grill underneath it, place it on the grill, and then place it on the fire. And Mechen Kedera, the same thing with a pot, as we said before. Don't take two barrels, put them next to each other, and put the pot on top. Rather, you should hold the pot in the air and then place the barrels underneath them. And Mechen Purya, same thing with the bed. If you want to take a collapsible bed and you want to set it up on Yontif, so you should first take the top part of the bed, hold it, and then put the legs underneath it, again, because that's an abnormal way of doing it. And Mechen Chavisa, same thing when you want to stack barrels of wine in your cellar, so don't take two barrels and then put another one on top of those two. Rather, you should take one, hold it in the air, and put two underneath it, again, because that's a shinoi, and that's an abnormal way of doing it, and that's permitted to be done on Yontif. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.